And JP, you you, you want to do your cold open? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll have to imagine the music playing. That's fine. Yeah, we'll 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 yell at Chris White to put some music. Um here, here we go. <clears throat> hey, hey, where are the friends? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You can tell George is a fan. Absolutely. Absolutely. Song. <laughs> we're the friends. Alan. Bobby. Dude, on the, okay, Nate, wait, I have to commend you. The last episode, the uh, the one with Cam, ended up so good. Mm-hmm. And uh, you were cracking me up with, uh, you were like, well. come on, all the friends were there. Uh, Ross, Rachel, Ronald, <laughs> Ricky. Like, you just got on a kick that all of them had an R in It's fun to misremember the friends. <laughs> yeah, little Lisa, little Marge, <laughs> and the rest. And, and the rest of the gang. All right. Um, yeah, let me let me. <coughs> me, 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 me. Testing, testing. All right. You know how sometimes you're watching a movie or a TV show and hey, it's that guy. I know him. I like him. Well, he was good in that other show. What was that? Well, today. October 20th, and every year on October 20th, we ask that you remember and celebrate Brad Dorif. Yes, October 20th is officially Brad Dorif Day all over the world. It's a day to take a look at that guy that you seem to remember from something, and then someone else says, yeah, he's in Deadwood, you idiot. Yeah, he was in the Alien movies, you idiot. Uh, uh, it's Brad Dorif, okay? He's been in everything you've ever seen. The man is a gift. He's a gift. He's a gift as a person, and he's a gift as a thespian. And all we ask you from our family here at Friendsman is that on every October 20th, you remember to celebrate Brad Dorif Day. everybody welcome to friendsman it's brad dorif day i am your host jp and with me as always is my best friend in the entire world and the guy that i like to talk to about friends my good friend nate nate how you doing hey jp how you doing sorry my the guest is making me laugh here with this funny mime routine um (laughs) this is gonna be a good episode i'm very excited about our guest tonight hey jp happy brad dorif day to you how you happy brad Happy Brad Dourif Day to you, too. I got to say, you know, it's just a grassroots thing that we do. But uh, today was our biggest Brad Dourif Day yet. Um, uh, apparently, a director or writer right. from uh, Babylon 5 Something. that Brad Dourif was on an episode. He got into the conversation. We had people wishing Brad Dourif happy birthday. It's not his birthday. It's just a day we like to celebrate Brad Dourif, people. Not his birthday. That We, we need to be very clear about that for legal reasons. Not his but it birthday. doesn't matter. It's Brad Dourif Day. It's been a good day. And Nate, I got to tell you. Things are going really well here. Uh, the new job, I'm loving it. I'm loving That's it. Great. And uh, I just, I, I can feel, I can feel all the, the kind of, the long depression, the unemployment depression is just, it's just, it's, 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 it's just washing away. And uh, I found myself really enjoying watching an episode of Friends. When does you, that happen? You refuse to take my legal calls regarding uh, me suing Matthew Perry, but that's, that's neither here nor there. It's I know a conflict of interest well because I'm in love with him. 
Yeah, and okay. I just don't I really see how I can sue it. I controversial opinion. We'll get into it later, but I think he looked pretty oh, good in this episode oh, tonight. He, he he was actually, but also, uh, yeah, there's been some uh, Matthew Perry in the news in the last week. And what happened? Unflattering what? Don't, pictures. Don't just tell unflattering, me. unflattering pictures of him. And I think no. that uh, he's he's been in a bit of a relationship issue. But Matthew Perry, we're Megan thinking Fox? of you. We love you. Um, I don't care how much you weigh. You get you get on this show, and we'll talk about how much we love you. He's dating Fergie. God, is that true? I hope so. What's going on with him? Um, anyway, JP, what I wanted to say about Brad Dourif yeah. is that I, I think it's exactly what you said in your intro is that like his power comes from not knowing him. You know what I mean? And I think he's a prelude to a sort of new anti-celebrity that maybe acts oh. and stuff, but then like wears a sheet over his head for the rest of his time and like isolates lo- himself I- away from people. I love that. I was going to say he's like the opposite of Jim Carrey. Right. He's not trying to steal the room. He's not trying to steal the show. He's there and he's disappearing. One of the the best performances you've ever seen. Yes. And he disappears, but he's never, he's never mugging. He's never, he's never trying to grab your attention. I just, I really do. I I, I love this holiday because it's one of those things that, although we made it up as a joke, I got to tell you, the joke is just that it's a joke, holiday. Joke. The rest of what? it is, is there's no there's no meanness or cynicism. I love Brad Dourif, and I, I think a lot of people do based on the reactions on the internet today. Joke? What joke? Joke? <laughs> JP, Me- let's see what our guest thinks of, of Brad Dourif. You got an intro for him? Um, it, I, I do. Uh, Chris White's going to input gonna some, some music, music right again. here. Uh, George, I'm so sorry. We Usually our guests get uh, some kind of customized music. Like, here, like but, uh, hype people up. Yeah, and get, get, hey, get people really excited. I feel different. Um, Brad Dourif conversation is the only hype intro I need. <laughs> right? Right? Brad Dourif day. It's the best day. I'm October 20th, everybody. Look, the guy is incredible. Exorcist 3, amazing. Child's Play, amazing. The Eyes of Jessica Mars, guy's a friggin' hunk and a half nice. in that movie. Looks great. It's, oh, God. The, the pictures of him from, like, in his 20s, that dude's a hunk. Yeah. He's yeah. a hunk. Certified. He's like a weird-looking guy who's hot. Yeah, he's yeah, got Steve a he's got a style. uniqueness yes. to him. Yes, uniqueness. Yep. All right. Um, well, let me let great. me let me let me introduce our guest. I'm very excited. I uh, not only uh, do I love the work that he does on his uh, on on two separate podcasts, one of which I'm on with him. Um, but uh, I I have just been so lucky to meet this guy over the last year and become friends with him. A uh, huge horror fan myself, so I love talking to him about this kind of stuff. He's a Philly. I, I, I staple, honestly. I mean, if, if you go to Philly, he's on the tour right after Pats and Geno's. And if you look That's at right. Pats and Geno's, oh. honestly, oh, I'm only there because I'm yelling at you for going to Pats and Geno's. I'm a Geno's guy. <laughs> I think I'm a Geno's guy. He is, he is the host. Uh, I'm sorry. He's the additional host of uh, uh, We Heard About Pluto. Thank you. And he is the host of Best Little Horror House in Philly. Um, ladies and gentlemen, with us this week is George. Woo. That's me. Ooh, Hello. Oh shit. <laughs> I was not getting spooky in here. Boo like a ghost. Not like boo like I'm booing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I assumed it, I assumed it was ghost okay, until you said it. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> now I'm having doubts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. George, George, it is it is no coincidence. We are we are deep, deep, almost back to the walls uh in October. So true. Um, that is sometimes some some people know it as the spooky month. I have uh, heard it called this. Now, George, 
that's a big part of why I wanted you to be on uh, uh, this month. Not that we gave you a spooky episode, but just because the air is spooky right now. Yeah, sure is. It's a cinematic episode. It's about movies. That's fair. That's and fair. isn't love the scariest thing of all? Absolutely. In the wow. 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 George, why don't you tell everybody about uh, uh, your, 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 your flagship podcast, uh, The Best Little Horror House in Philly? Sure. Uh, so it's the show where we talk about the best horror movie ever made, according to our guest, at least. Uh, <laughs> basically, the guest is uh, entirely in charge of picking what movie we talk about for their episode. But then for the duration of the episode, I agree with them that it is the best movie ever so that they don't have to worry about soft selling their love for it. We can just have a good time talking about all the details. We're coming to it at an agreed upon position of the movie rocks. That's out of the way. Now let's talk about why. George, and, it's a great show. Um, oh, thank you. I love listening to it. I listened to the conjuring episode today, mm-hmm. which I had not heard. I appreciate how informed you are about the movies. It's a very excellent listen. And you really do like pick up a lot of stuff that, that you didn't know. Um, I appreciate I that. I didn't know that like James Wan, like you, you were talking about how he made insidious um, as a response to directing saw. Right. Yeah. Right. And I had no idea about that. I'd never heard that before. Very interesting. Look, it's, it's, it's so much fun to come to these movies that sometimes they're movies I hadn't even seen before. Uh, in fact, I would say that, that is frequently the case. And for a movie like The Conjuring, I wasn't honestly expecting to even like that movie. It's usually it's not really in my wheelhouse. I'm not usually a paranormal kind sure. of guy, but I wound up loving it. Yep. And unless someone had come to the show and been like, look, I'm making you watch The Conjuring. <laughs> yeah, sure. I don't know that I would have gotten to it. So, you it, know, it it's, looks it's great like a, for me. It looks like a very freshman horror movie. Yeah. But when you watch it and you see like the care that has been put into the directing Definitely. behind it, it's it's a whole nother animal. Definitely. Uh, I recommend the Annabelle sequel, by the way. Oh yeah. Let's check it out. Because, I watched like, The Conjuring 2 as well. Yeah. And there it you just go. it really I really like Conjuring 2. And that drove might, I home think how great the Conjuring one oh, was yeah. so for yep. me. That's a very good point. What I'll say about <laughs> Annabelle right. 2 is it's the exact premise you want from a conjuring movie. Great. In the in the sense that <laughs> a bunch of babysitters go in the room. Love it. That's the worst, <laughs> yeah. worst idea. Perfect yeah. plot. That's awesome. <laughs> now, George, your love of horror movies, well-documented. How did you end up? When did you get into horror movies and, and, and how? Oh man, it actually was pretty late in life because I, as a very young man, got very, very scared by the it mini series. <laughs> And me too. Holy fucking shit. Tim Curry was so good. He was wow. so scary. And it literally when his little brother winks a- in the picture, I I it, <laughs> oh my god, it kills me. Also, Still. it's a little kid named Georgie, and I'm oh, sitting there like fucking shitting myself. Oh. oh, you poor kid. It was awful. And so poor I little George for a long time I had a very like at a distance relationship with horror where I was definitely fascinated with it and I spent so much time uh, basically doing the equivalent of like going to the library and just reading horror books, but for Wikipedia, where I would just like read, I would just like read oh, about man. horror movies. Hey, it's it's a way to get educated on something. It was, and you know, I, for a long time, I was like, oh, like I, I'm a I'm a big movie guy. That's like <laughs> my thing. And there was always a piece of me that was like, you can't call yourself a movie person and not be well-rounded in my sure. opinion. That's just my opinion. 
And I horror was the only thing that I wasn't engaging with. And so I was like, I'm gonna force myself (laughs) to really engage with this. And so I started with Friday the 13th and I watched every single Friday the 13th. And I went to Nightmare on Elm Street and I watched every single Nightmare on Elm Street. And I did that for a few of the big tentpole franchises. I went to Friday, uh, Friday the 13th to Nightmare to Halloween to Child's Play to Hellraiser. And by the time I was done with that, I was so inured to like the gore effects and stuff of the time and had a better understanding of like how the look of horror had progressed through the years even though I wasn't doing it by watching these terrible movies, those Hellraiser movies that they <laughs> pump out towards the end are just awful. Oh, but <laughs> after the first two, I think there's just nothing good in that series. Uh, five is a bad Hellraiser movie, but a good <laughs> Silent Hill movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So Did check that out. Those? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so by the time I got to the end, I was just like, I think I can handle pretty much anything. It turns out that's the case. So uh, it was. It's always worse in your head than what you think it's going to be, or than what's on screen, and um, and it, you know, I, I think that it has so much to offer. There's so much great stuff oh, yeah. in horror because, you know, when you work with a constraint, it can force creativity sure. when you're working around it. And because horror is typically one of the lower budgeted um, genres, they tend to have to work around those constraints, especially because so much of horror is high concept where you have to be like, all right, it's about a fucking monster. Like we <laughs> yeah. have to make it's, this it's monster a demon from hell. Okay. It's about this right. big fucked up guy. Right. It's not even, <laughs> even like the high concept comedies are like, okay, it's a bunch of dorks playing tag. Like, okay, that's not expensive to make. Um, so it's always interesting to see how micro budget horror in particular is something that I have a real fondness for in Absolutely. terms of uh, just seeing how they get around not having money, but still trying <laughs> to make something great. Now, uh, you said you said that the uh, the kind of uh, supernatural horror movies aren't necessarily your favorite. What, do, do you have a favorite subgenre of horror that that like that's the one that you really get into? Yeah, you know, I love slashers, but they they. There, it's part. It's interesting because they tend to get a little samey, sure. which is a pro and a con for me, because it can be very comfortable to throw on a slasher and kind of understand exactly what you're going to get. You know, sure. Um, John Carpenter in the book that I was reading talks about how horror movies to him are the closest that we still get to engaging in like the oral tradition because mm-hmm. so much of it is based around like tropes and and uh, genre staples that the players may change and the characters may change, but so much of the movie itself remains the same uh, throughout it and over the years that there are a lot of slashers that just feel like Friday the 13th all over again. But sometimes that's what I'm looking for. So that's a good time. <laughs> I know. And when you, when you said slashers, I think Nate and I both broke our necks, not like approving and saying, yes, I, I, <laughs> I, I will jump in and say slashers would be my, probably my favorite subgenre. but I think my favorite thing about it and, and agreeing with exactly what you're saying, but is the, because those tropes exist, a good slasher fit flick at this point mm-hmm. has either a twist that was just so you could, you didn't see it coming. And that's, mm-hmm. that's always big or it has kills that really just like, 
that's new. No one's done that before. And it's yeah. funny because I was going to say, uh, you know, Paul scream what you want, whether it's a, a, a genre film, whether it's pastiche, whether it's a meta version, whatever you want to call it. Scream is still a horror movie. And one of the most fun things about Scream was were some of the deaths that we'd never seen anything like it. And I think my favorite might sure. be Rose McGowan getting caught in the doggy door of the garage door. Yeah. Which is horrible but also like but it's also one of like 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 uh, yeah that's what i meant movies. that's what i meant by fun <laughs> but it's the it's 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 the fun, like like you're sitting there clapping because it's funny because the mm-hmm. practice because they're going to do practical effects and they're going to look both really good and really well, you bad. hope they are and, yeah yeah but it's 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 that fun of like slasher flicks are are at their hearts i think part comedy and and mm. i think that that's I think they're 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 the most fun mm. part of the horror genre. Yeah, I I definitely am picking I'm picking up what you're putting down here, JP. I think you're <laughs> definitely right. My um, favorite horror genre is found footage. Oh, that <laughs> tends really to skew mean? paranormal. It is. Um, it, it is when it's done really well. I find, and actually, there's a there's a sort of mockumentary sort of found footage slasher flick that I mm. love called behind the mask, the rise it's of so good. It's so good. Yes. Yeah, there we go. There you go. Favorite slasher movie of all time. If you haven't it's seen it, one. check it out. It's um, a fun one for sure. Yeah. Leslie Vernon is, is Dexter wishes he was Leslie. Vernon. <laughs> nice. Yeah. One hundred. What, what, what other, what other found footage? I, I love found footage movies too. And I actually find that they're one of the few subgenres of horror that, actually scare me like yeah, I, get, sure. I get really tense during some of the found footage but i think george made a good point of uh well yeah some of them it's overdone <laughs> yeah it's way overdone when, when, like 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 there are some that are done really well and then one there's of my, hundreds of, of really bad favorites is the uh the last exorcism um okay we, i've i've seen at least one of those no there's two are there's those two of them yes okay i think <laughs> the i've seen last exorcism too <laughs> One hey, of the funniest titles ever to come out of Hollywood. <laughs> um, but yeah, the first one is really great because it's basically just about a priest that does fake exorcisms for money, like tricks nice. people. And then he's making a documentary about how harmful that could be. And he finds a real one, basically. Wow. And, and yeah, it's, it's, it's a great little that premise for cool. found footage. Yeah, That one has a good thing. ending. For yeah. sure. That sounds fun. I would say that the one that still scares me the most, and this is probably my second favorite, would probably be body horror stuff. Just sure. because that's hard um, to watch. <laughs> I think the human body is fucking gross. Yeah. Now, <laughs> and, now are you talking? Are you talking body horror like inside, or 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 are you counts. talking body or, or 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 are you talking body horror like The Fly, or are you talking yeah. body horror like Saw? Or, no, I'm uh, talking about like The Fly, like, like something out of space. Okay. Yes, something. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like things okay. being just left of human. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's that's my yep. alley that's, right there. <laughs> I, I don't do well with the torture stuff, but the, mm-hmm. the but I'm with you. The body horror stuff is like, I mean, you'll never get to. A, I'm, I'm learning this. Like, yeah, okay, puberty might have been the first time, but like, you'll never get to a point in your life where you're like, <laughs> oh, and now my body is just the way it's going to be forever. Because yeah. the older you get, the more your body continues to change, and mm. like. I just, I just continue. I, I just got pubic hair, so that was big. Wow! Um, Congrats, buddy. <laughs> but no, but like it, it is. It's like body horror. Like, I think it's timeless for that exact. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter how old you are. You're gonna see that and be like, "Yes, changes to my body are awful." And I entropy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the opposite, JP. I can watch the torture stuff. I can't deal with like 
people's teeth coming out or like their Ooh. fingernails falling that's, off that's, or anything. Claire's that thing is uh, Claire's thing is teeth and needles. And so if, Ooh, if we're watching yeah. a movie that has either of those going on, it's just like, okay, turn, I'll tell you when. Oh man, horror movies are so cool, guys. They're so <laughs> they awesome. really are. are you, now, George, we're gonna talk about uh the French show, but I got one more question for you. Now yeah. your, your show is premised on the idea that the guest um, you know, they they pick the movie and and then uh, you know, you, you're just going to be in agreement that it's, it, it is the best movie, at least for yeah. the duration of this episode. I want to know if you were the guest on your show, what, what, what movie would you pick? Wow. See, this is tough because, uh, of course, it, the answer depends on the day, you know? All right, that's <laughs> fair. But also, but, I don't tell me you haven't thought of this. Yes. I know that you have. It's true. It's true. And in fact, I have forced people onto the show to talk about movies that I've wanted to talk about. <laughs> um, the fair. first time that it happened was The Witch. I love The Witch so much. I think Anya Taylor-Joy is a phenomenon. And I think that that movie in particular is just so dread-inducing the the moments that are scary are so fucking scary um a and baby being gone is very terrifying scary. terrifying when he chokes up the apple yeah. and then <laughs> oh my god and the fucking hand when he goes to smooch the witch and then it's like oh it's an old lady hand it's great great movie and so i literally was like kirsten please i need someone to talk about this movie <laughs> so it's not getting picked quickly enough and um yeah, so I did that. And then also I made someone talk about um, the Russian Solaris uh, from 1972 ah, with me on um, the Patreon. God damn it. Why didn't you invite me? I can talk about that movie. <laughs> well, yeah, me and JP uh, I'm sorry, will man. Both come and talk about any <laughs> horror movie you ever want us to talk but about. But I also, yeah. I saw I saw the original Russian Solaris in uh, when I was in college. I actually took a, a, a class on uh, Slavic uh, science fiction. And wow. kind of the way that, that sounds actually, amazing. That's cool. It was. It was. I mean, it was. It was the. That wasn't was, a joke. Was, yeah. <laughs> oh no! I know. I know. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> George. George, I know you. <laughs> no, it was really cool because they had, the professor put together this this body of of science fiction, and ultimately, what he actually ended up proving was that the whole entire genre of like what we know as science fiction, and most especially utopian and dystopian fiction. Mm-hmm. All came out of the, the the Slavic countries and a lot of it out of yeah. uh, oh, wow. uh, out of Russia and out of communist Russia, or or mm-hmm. rather when when the communists were taking over and then what what the kind of insurrectionists were were writing in plays that the yeah. Soviets didn't get. It was really cool. But anyway, oh man, and it just has so such a great Solaris. look to it. Such a great look to it. Um, Solaris in particular is just incredible. I love Tarkovsky. What a what a crack up that guy was. <laughs> um, one, one of my favorite things is that when he was doing press for Solaris, he talks about um, Kubrick being a hack. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Yeah, he's like, look, he is only worried about fetishizing technology in that movie. And he's not actually worried about exploring any of the human condition, which is what sci-fi is intended to do. Interesting point. <laughs> yeah. And so his whole goal with Solaris was to make uh, to what he, so he didn't like sci-fi really. And he wanted to elevate sci-fi into something that was actually art. And that was what he was trying to do with Solaris, with Stalker. Uh, he felt, he said that he felt like he got closer with Stalker, but I like Solaris more. Wow. That is very interesting. Yeah. He's an interesting guy. 
But George, you and I, as always, we'll, we'll continue talking because I got things to say about The Witch and about Solaris um, <laughs> and, and about how I feel really bad for George Clooney, who had a good idea, but just couldn't execute that movie in the moment. Speaking of Tarpopsky, I'm pretty sure he wrote a couple of Friends episodes. <laughs> I, I wish. Oh, boy, do I wish. <laughs> All right. Oh so, George, God. George, that was the best segue we've had in the show yet. I loved it. Um, George, so I, the first thing I got to ask you is, uh, what's your personal relationship with the show Friends? I'm so JP, sorry. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> Nate, nope, it was Nate. It was great. It was great. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, my personal relationship with the show Friends is this. In my hometown growing up, there was a weird rivalry where you were either a Friends family or you were a Seinfeld family. Oh, yeah, we that's, did. So that's it was nationwide. Like nationwide. That's, yeah, that's it's wow. so weird. Wow, I that, that I is comforting to know, to be honest. Yeah, no, apparently we've had many people who've come on the show have been like, oh, no, I didn't watch Friends. I watched Seinfeld. I'm a wow. Seinfeld Motherfucker, guy. they're on at different times. <laughs> well, did everyone else also snap fight at each other being like, could you <laughs> be any more in trouble? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go on. Um, But yeah, so (laughs) I I always liked Friends. I was a little young for the actual airtime, but I remember very vividly like begging to stay up to watch the series finale and everything. And my dad being like, "You can just watch it tomorrow. We'll record (laughs) it." And my mom was like, "Just let him fucking watch it tonight." Like, anyway. So that's awesome. It was funny. I don't know. I don't know if that was where they got it into their head that I was this huge Friends fan because I liked Friends, but it was more that I was interested in the cultural touchstone moment of the show ending sure. and being ready to talk about it that I wanted to watch it. But I don't remember if it was that Christmas or a Christmas a couple of years later or what, but they got me the box set yeah. of the whole series of all, Friends. Eight, all nine of eight, I told you he's like, he's, he's, you guys are like the equal counterparts on the two podcasts. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Nate Thank is, you uh, is the only other human being I know who has the DVD box set. I have the wow. box set. And it's incredible. As, as well as the greatest hits and possibly the, uh, the soundtrack of music from the first season of Friends. I absolutely have wow. the soundtrack. George, I have the <laughs> box set. It is up at my family's cabin in Hold Wisconsin. On. I'm gonna go grab it. Yeah, it's, no right, it's within reaching distance. Okay. And it, none of the discs, it's all ripped up because it's like bad cardboard. <laughs> and like oh no. All the discs are just in the box and it's like folded up on top of like 40 <laughs> discs. None of them work. None of them work. They're all scratched up. If George's is in good condition, I'm gonna be so mad. Oh my god. It's oh wow, that's good. in like fucking mint condition. Wow. Pristine. Pristine. Wow. 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 Look at that. Nate, oh, baby. Nate, let's plan a heist. Ooh. Let's plan a heist. Yeah, he lives in Philly. Good. You fly out to here. <laughs> we're going to drive up to Philly. We're going to have a nice, nice wow. booklet. <laughs> oh, my God. I want that, JP. <laughs> <laughs> and I so think, I, I think my parents have that one. I think my parents have that one. Yeah. And, and I was just like, all right, I don't really like <laughs> friends that much. This is like a weird gift to be like, here's the whole show. <laughs> that is an expensive chance they took. <laughs> I, like, and so I like two hundred dollars. I was gonna say back in the day, it was like if you wanted a full season of a show, you were spending yeah. thirty dollars per season minimum. Right, and this was this was like the big gift. 
Like, you know, you got like one big gift and then some stocking stuffers <laughs> and they got me this. And I was like, what a weird gift. And I don't, I, I truly don't know why they did that. Thank you. Yes, exactly. I guess it worked That's because I popped I it in. I popped it in and quickly the gang and I gotta, developed gotta go a much a, better relationship. Gotta go get a DVD player. <laughs> honestly, honestly, it sounds like your parents maybe knew you better than you knew yourself. So true. So true. Wow. That's an amazing story. That's <laughs> awesome. So, so, so you watched it all one time and then you haven't seen it again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, much in the way that, um, I mentioned my love of friends or of psych developing through sort of hangover watching um, on a much longer timeline of like, not even just hangovers, but being sick in general. Um, friends had always been kind of a comfort show for me after watching this, um, you know, because it was, you know, had all those Christmassy feelings wrapped up in it and everything. Um, it was like a nice family thing. And so it became like a, a very uh, a show that I would revisit. And because I had the set, just like sit there and watch the entire fucking show. Um, and oh, I and finished. I OK, it. let's restart. Let's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's restart. Exactly. It's and a um, community. <laughs> you said hangover show, George. And I, I, I have to admit, we, we must be actually pretty similar because if I drink too much and I like feel like I'm going to throw up and I'm like, curled up in a ball <laughs> on the floor. Yeah. I will put friends on because it will there make you go. me feel it will like reset my system. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Guys, I'm really liking watching you two interact. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want me on well, the psych show. I don't like psych. I don't like psych. Oh no. That's insane. Right. That's an insane this is canceled. I'm opinion. leaving. Let me let me put it this way. <laughs> you know what, George? I'm with you. Let, Let's let me walk put it this way. I've seen all of it. Uh, I watched all. That's even worse. That's even worse. I watched all of it. And I'm <laughs> that means it's an, inf- an informed decision. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. We can't even. We can't even defend you with ignorance. You don't want me on the yeah. psych show. Oh. Okay. Yeah. All right. No. I. I. I love the psych boys. I. I love those boys. <laughs> they. They have a special place in my heart. For real. My wife and loves. I, the show. I, I. I love. I love that they're best friends. Mm-hmm. Um. I, like. Like. And. Although I know that all the the friends cast are all allegedly best friends, but like you literally like you see you see Dulé Hill and uh, and uh, James uh, James oh, Rodé yeah. Rodriguez. You can't. You see that. them like hanging out on a Saturday. It'll yeah. be like paparazzi pictures of them like going into like to get coffee together. It's just so wonderful. Mm-hmm. The friends are all real friends, and that's why it works so well. So true. <laughs> so true. JP is a very special episode. I, now, 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 Ross now is meeting Nate, his Nate. son for the first time. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So beautiful moment. Pretty much. All right. So, so I, we have to ask it. Nate has asked me to stop asking our guests this, but I'm going to do it anyway. George, do you remember the name of this episode? Yes. The one where old yeller dies. We got a pro here. The one dude. where old yeller dies. George, you're going to be coming on for the end of season two trivia <laughs> show. Yes. Oh, last year, oh, Nate yeah. won last year. You sound like someone who can give him a run for the money. Wow. Got a ringer here, JP. This ding, is Miss Chandler Bong. <laughs> yep, he gets it. One of the boy, there are going to be a lot of, of sounds from that episode. I think I got points on actually. That I think Claire got that one wrong, right, JP? Wow, I believe you're correct. 
I was very she, she put Miss Chandler Bing, uh, <laughs> like she, Rachel says. Whatever. I, I will tell you, Claire. Claire, I thought was going to be the, uh, the, the the dark horse, and uh, she she got like she chose seventy five percent right on each question, but you got to get a hundred percent right. She was so that, true. She was so close. She was so That's close trivia. Nate just carried it. She doesn't, wow. have a, she doesn't have a championship championship mindset, JP. Wow. I've always said that about Claire. Uh, yeah. Well, Nate, no. I'm sorry to tell you that your reign of terror has come to an end because I do have a championship mindset Thank and I'm here sir. to take you down. <laughs> I know Thank that you. this is true. I can tell you this is true. Oh, I'm looking death, forward to it. All right, George, George, you're going to be in. One. Thank you. You're going to be in for the season, the end of season two celebration episode. Great. Including See the you there. Can't wait. All Can't right. wait. Ross is meeting no. his son. Monica and Richard and Joey and Chandler are having a four-way. Oh, yeah. Good for them. They um, earned it. And Phoebe, right. Phoebe's mom didn't show her the ends of movies, right, This JP? is fucked up. <laughs> this I is really fucked up. Fucked up. I think it, I, I'm just going to come right out of the gate and tell you there are some things in this show that I find funny on a conceptual level that maybe don't resonate in terms of the punchlines. And this is one of those where it was it was kind of funny, like, but it got predictable. But I will tell you that the concept that that the mother didn't show her the the sad endings to movies, and she has never realized that her <laughs> movie is like, wrong about all. It's a really good joke. It's yeah. a really really funny joke, and I was I was I was just like giggling. I, I was yeah. giggling, and not for the punchlines, but when she would list movies, and then in my head I'd be like. Oh yeah, sorry, oh, yeah. Brian. Where it cuts, yeah. <laughs> boy. Oh no, that does not go well. She's right. She, she it's funny watch. though. I actually do like the punchline where she's like, "Why the fuck would you give me It's a Wonderful Life?" <laughs> this movie's so depressing. I couldn't get to the end. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, you're right. She, you're right. That is a good payoff on that. She should have gone and watched them jackass movies. That'd make her feel better. <laughs> good time all the way. Or the mist. They're, they're doing or, another one of those, by the way. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was. Oh man, I'm so mad at this. Let's not talk through. about that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I that was, was taking the day off to go see four movies with my friends. We were going to go see Jackass Four, Dune, uh, French Dispatch, and One Night in Soho. We're all coming out the same day. Can you yeah, imagine that? That's just not true right now, right? <laughs> and, well, Dune- they they got pushed back, and so now we are only going to see Dune and the French Dispatch, which yeah. will still be fun. But yeah. I digress. It was a good. It. it was a good digression, though. I, I I didn't even realize it just snuck up on me that Dune's coming out on Friday, and I am sure is. I watched it last night, JP. What? How did you watch it? It's on the torrent sites, baby. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you break the law. You, you know, I'm a criminal. I'm a, I'm a yeah, and I'm a former DEA. I'm a former <laughs> DEA lawyer. So I saw what you were doing earlier. Um, <laughs> I like. Yeah, this will be this will be good. I think for uh, it was good. for a theater experience, though. Oh so. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, excited about it. Okay, so I Nate, what I was going to say. All right, so Nate, we got three. We got three plots. Okay. Uh-huh. We got the three storylines. I don't even know really. I think the A. I don't know what the A, B, and C are on this one. Phoebe C, even though that's the best yeah. one. I think A is and what the A is the episodes. Monica need. and Richard, I think, is a plot. Yeah, yeah. I think A and B are kind of. We've had a few where it's just like. They focus on the A and B equally. And so it's yeah. like Ross and Ben and Rachel and then Monica and, and Richard and Joey and Chandler hanging out. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's that's my favorite of the storylines. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I yeah. I think it gets really more great. time. It gets more screen time, but is uh, there's a, it's momentous for the Ross and Rachel 
Yeah. On the storyline. Absolutely. So, I think so, it so, is. so we've already fluffed it a bit, but let's just, let's, let's all talk about the, 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 the Phoebe storyline. Just, just, it, it's a good premise. As I said, I, I already explained it, but, um, Excellent acting is, from Lisa Kudrow. <laughs> I'm serious. When yeah, she's I, I like Lisa get shot. She, yeah. And she that, shouts, she shouts, the end, the end. I'm like, yeah. oh yes. my God, that's kind of yes. actually chilling. <laughs> and that was that was our that was our that was our open, right? That wasn't yeah, even right. That, that was, was an scene. insanely awesome open. <laughs> and ending like that was so good. Everyone's just crying. Why are you guys all sad? What are you watching? Old yellow. (laughs) Yeah, it's wild. She's she's like, what are you doing with that gun? He's your friend. (laughs) He's your yellow. Um, No, he has babies. (laughs) Yeah, not really. The idea of an adult experiencing old yeller for the first time is very funny too. Like, like, like to, to not know it's like, that's become in our, in our culture. Like that is the reference you make for that, like unexpected, incredibly tragic, sad ending. Like pre nine 11 JP, you know, there's no way they could (laughs) have. No, they couldn't have communicated that without, you know, you know what they say, Nate, it it, it changed everything. Never again. Uh, They do say that. I also, I think it's funny though, that, the quickness with which she had the response of babies tells me this is not the first time <laughs> right. she's had this conversation and people have tried to tell her that he has rabies. And she's like, went to her mom oh. said, mom, people said he has rabies. And the mom went, no babies. No, he has is what babies. They were That's really, no, you know what? I didn't even pick up on that. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely yeah. right, man. Okay. So that's, that's, it's, it's a great cold open and that does set up our C, our C plot, but yep. I mean, I don't know. I don't know that I cared about any plot progression for this storyline because right. it was just about the delivery of here's more movies that she doesn't know the ending of. And then, and, and they all have, and then you just sit there as the audience member and remember how sad the endings to all of those are. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Phoebe. Those movies are sad. <laughs> oh my God. You should have watched speed racer, speed racer, kick you right out of a depression. Oh yeah. That movie rocks. I, I've never actually seen Speed And the reason is when it came out, it was just everyone was like, this looks so dumb. And I was like, it does. Yeah, and I'm people not going to it on it. And like years later, everyone talks about it like this is a gift. This it is, is one of the best of beautiful. Movies. Take some drugs. Watch that movie. Would never. I would never. It's, That's right. Definitely former DEA agent over here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, get, get a massage. <laughs> a wink. First five minutes of Speed Racer, there's a character that grabs another character and says, I thought I told you to take him out. And the guy goes, we're trying, but he's too fast. <laughs> you got to um, watch fucking that, rules. <laughs> that rules. Here's, here's that my rules. pitch to you on it, JP. John Goodman does not appear in bad movies. That's true. Fair. All right. He just doesn't do it. Shut- is, he, is he pop? He's, he's pops. pops. No. Okay. I do need to watch that. And he, and I, not only that, he's a good pops. He's good. I, he I also a speech about fatherhood that'll make you mm-hmm, cry. Mm-hmm. No, I gotta say, here's another thing I gotta say. Uh, both of you make the best recommendations to me that I, I take them seriously. Nate has made has had me watch some amazing movies, including I think that uh, uh, Bone Tomahawk might be one of the best movies I was never aware of. It was so good. Mm. Um, that uh, might be also, my favorite horror movie. And also the uh, the Australian movie that was uh, the prom night movie. Uh, the loved ones, the loved ones. I don't think I know insane. that one. Oh, Check it was so too. good. Yeah, well, great, so good. 
Um, and George has never steered me in the wrong direction with his recommendation of season, uh, Halloween three season of the witch, oh, yeah, yeah. which is so freaking good. And then George, I'm, I actually noticed that I think HBO or Hulu has the entire, uh, Oh yeah. Um, they have the entire series of mm, the one where they escape death because they get off the plane, but then final destination. Yes. Yeah. And George was like, no, final destination. The entire series is good. So and good. Yeah. final destination. I don't know if it's like five or something. You were like, it has the yes. best ending of any horror movie five. I've ever seen. Interesting. So, oh, final destination five, five. is so good. Okay. Yes. Okay, I'll check out five. So I just, I just wanted to, I just wanted to jump in because we were talking about TV watching movies. Yeah. And, but, but I can tell you, she should watch you Final guys. Destination 5 instead. Yeah. Phoebe. <laughs> mm, I don't know yet, Phoebe. You might not want to watch it. <laughs> okay. So, but we can all agree. This storyline is good, but it's good in a way that it's not about necessarily, like there are some good line deliveries, but more so it was just fun as an audience. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so Monica calls Joey and Chandler over because she has leftovers, which is a very nice thing for her to do. And they sexually harass her. They do. I also, I also thought it would have been funnier if she just said, I've got chicken leftovers, and then they showed <laughs> up at the door. And the joke didn't happen the way that I wanted it to. Right. And then it was all the more disappointing because they came over because they thought she was naked. And it mm. was like, oh, guys. And then they One, do the chicken joke. <laughs> One day you'll be sorry. You'll be naked and we won't come over and you'll be sorry. And it's like, what? Okay, 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 okay. You're right. They did redeem it. <laughs> and then they do another funny joke where they can't decide which of their annoying other friends to invite to a Knicks game. And Monica says, why don't you ask Richard? And so they ask Richard, who should we invite to the Knicks? Very game funny. Very good oh, setup. Man, Very unexpected. Yep. Nope. I did too. And it's like, it, it has become a formulaic joke, but much like listening to the Beatles, you have to acknowledge that there was someone who did it first. And I yeah. think that this is that kind of joke. They, they, that was a really good setup and unexpected. And I yeah. think that was always what friends did. Um, when, when I was growing up and watching it, it was just like, oh, they're doing they're doing sitcom a little bit different. And then mm. Chandler does the same joke, because Richard says, well, I think you should take someone who's a huge Knicks fan in Chandler. Right. And oh, then well, he turns to Joey and he's like, oh, it's it's yeah. 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 Oh, man. <laughs> and what were what were their ailments? I know one of them. One of them pokes them all the time. Right. What was the, the other, other one has he has bad breath. Bad breath. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> um, I'm Did curious. Play? <laughs> yeah. What do you guys what do you guys think of Richard? Richard is the coolest. We love Richard. He's great, right? I fucking I, love Richard. Even though I, he's a I, creep. I, I do love Richard. I do think it's creepy that he's dating a woman who he held as an infant. He's sure. so cool. Right? <laughs> you, can't, you can't think about him, but he's cool. He's I did, sitcom I did. cool. I actually, he is sitcom cool. I actually was like having that moment where I'm like, these guys are idiots. If I got yeah. to hang out with Richard, I'd be like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Well, also, I think they are excited about it. They just yeah, but they're excited him. about his car. They're excited about yeah. his car. They're not they're, excited that, at first. That did not That's resonate. Yeah, not at first. Would you really be excited because you got to ride in your friend's fancy car? A Maybe. Jag? Maybe, especially if you're living in the city and cars don't get taken out. That's that true. Often. They've never seen a car. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, That's so as, true. What as, a tragic! As, I forgot that storyline. <laughs> As the as the as as the wise man Philip J. Fry said, though nobody in New York had a car, there was too much traffic. Yeah, right. Exactly, exactly. The one time they got close, where it was like the boxes that were like under the wrap when Billy's he was pretending Porsche. to have the Porsche. Yep. <laughs> but Ross does buy an an unidentifiable car at one point and can't get yeah. it out of a 
out of a parallel parking spot. Oh yes. It's like a uh-huh. red, it's like a red sports car that like wow. doesn't exist. Wow. Now Nate, this this came up on trivia, and I think it was one that you didn't win, but um, Monica ends up or er, getting a car. Monica wow. gets their dad's car, Porsche. Yeah. Yes. Do you Different remember Porsche. why? Do you remember why though? Because the garage floods, JP, and they use. Nope. The nope. Trials. This is you did it again. He lost this trivia question, and what? it's because uh, they 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 changed her room to make it into Ross's trophy room. Right. That's not correct. That it's. I'm telling you. I mean, that this definitely is the happened. trivia question you lost. This is not the trivia correct. question you didn't get right, and I remember it very well. Wow. In the garage, and it it has mm-hmm. flooded, mm-hmm. and they never mind. Uh, it's on the trivia card. Do you want me to find the trivia? I'll find the trivia card. Go find yeah. it. We'll keep talking. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Ross is meeting his son for the first time. It does seem that he way. He's spending yeah. a day with him. And he's, he tells his ex-wife that he wants to spend the whole weekend with my yeah. son. <laughs> okay, this what is a noble up, right? dad. What a noble this is dad. fucked up. It's really, it really upset me. Like he's not even going for every other weekend. Upset you, JP. It's a beautiful moment between father and son where he wants to actually spend 48 <laughs> hours with him. <laughs> Implying that he has never spent more than one day with his like two-year-old child, one two-year-old child. It's, I, I um, like, you know, it's funny. I mean, obviously his relationship with Susan and Carol is portrayed as very um, uh, fickle, we'll say. But that's fair. I that's he, fair. I, I think it's funny that uh, he like had the whole speech prepared. Right. <laughs> and, and they were like, like, okay, we're not that, that. And then and George, and, you're, you're a good addition to the show because you're bringing in the things about it that were good and funny. And we're sitting here bashing Ross for being a terrible dad. And you're like, but wasn't it cute that he he did have a speech prepared and then they like he didn't have to give it because like okay but it turns yeah, out it that uh, maybe those parents want a little bit of break from the gift uh, yeah classic classic, classic Carol and Susan joke. classic <laughs> parents um, hey but, but yeah. you know what you know what's really gonna freak your bean wow tell me but but it's a two woman couple what? but they're just like oh, regular I parents I didn't notice that they're um, just like regular parents is that and true? isn't that weird. Isn't Is it, that weird? They Isn't were actually weird? two women. Yeah. What? That can't yep. be right. Huh? Yep. Wow. That's very wow. progressive. JP, this has freaked my bean. Yeah. I can see. I and the listeners, you can't see this, but uh, I can see George's bean, and it is freaked. Okay, George is now acting out, being freaked <laughs> out. It's really good. God, oh man, I wish you guys could kind see of this. open. <laughs> wish you guys could see this. <laughs> Okay. All right, so so Ross meets his son, and uh, he's going to get his son for a whole weekend. <laughs> Ross meets Ben. They seem to hit it off. Uh, <laughs> I, it's so much fun how much Chandler and Joey love Richard. And yes. I love how he tips people with, like, the cool cash in the handshake. Classic. That's some, that's some uh, My Blue Heaven shit right there. Have you guys um, ever done that? Yes. You yes, have? I did, once. I, did, yes, I, I did once at so prom. Cool. I felt so, so cool. fucking cool. I did it once, and uh, then uh, I accidentally uh, dropped the dollar that <laughs> wow. went into his hand, and then he didn't know there was a dollar there, and uh, it fell on the ground. It's I actually pretty well, but it was actually, probably less than he wanted <laughs> I because like I was a teenager at prom. <laughs> I feel like if somebody ever did it to me, I would think it was really cool right away, but mm-hmm. then I would be like, I wonder how much time he spent. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 
getting oh, it God. right in his hand. No, and, and don't think about dude, how we're going to do it. You're planning you're it out. Digging, you're digging into <laughs> my actual anxiety where yeah. I want to do things, but then I also am like, how aware are people going to be of how much yeah. effort I put into doing this? Yeah. Thing? And so thank you for making me all the more paranoid. The way I tip service workers is I dangle. <laughs> I oh, that's good. In front of them that's make good. Them do something. Nice. That's good. Oh, you know what's really easier? You, know what's easier? you just throw it on the ground. Yeah, there you go. That's really good. There's no contact. And it's, it's and then easy. when they like, they like bend over at the waist to pick it up. And I'm like, no, get on your fucking knees. <laughs> wow. I actually uh, disagree with that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Good job, George. Good job. That's a test. And you passed. We tested. Oh, it was a test. You did. Yes. Pass. I, I'm actually very impressed. Wow. We're You're the first of our guests to pass that test. Our, our <laughs> terrible tipping stories in the past. Great. I'm, I'm so happy to hear that. Um, I do agree with JP that I think that their love of Richard is very fun and cute yeah and i also love richard's zinger of when he's like chandler when you hit puberty that mustache is really yeah. gonna do it for you pal. <laughs> really fucking good god he fucking got his ass yep. now absolute murder absolute murder now i will say it, chandler can grow a good terrible mustache yes uh, thank uh, you. Uh, uh, matthew perry's mustache looks terrible I will it's also bad, say I'm sure really that the, like the makeup crew and the, the 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 everyone on that part of the 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 crew did a great job. Sure, yeah. it looked terrible. Yeah, I also did. wonder if he could grow a good mustache. Great question. I mean, the, when he it's there's an episode where he's in the past, right, and they have mustaches, right? Not the case. Ross he has, has a for, mustache. I think they both do, right? For Thanksgiving one year, Chandler has both? the flock of seagulls haircut, and Ross has the Mister Carter haircut. With right. the mustache, yeah, okay, maybe. Well, I the other thing, I believe, guys, him. we're gonna, we're guys, don't worry, we're gonna figure this out when it comes <laughs> to the end of season two trivia tournament, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Set your, uh, set your calendar, put it in. Make sure you watch <laughs> the end of season two special trivia head to head, George versus Nate. The, the other thing that I think made Chandler look really good with his bad mustache was he was wearing like Jean Jean Claude Van Damme shirts when he had <laughs> it, like really billowy, like yep. tucked in shirts, and he the he billow really was good. the billow was strong in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So Susan and Carol drop Ben off. Uh, which I didn't miss anything. No. Um. Joey's trying out his cigar with the spatula, which is very silly. And they he also the cigar the still wrapped in the cellophane. It's right. very funny. <laughs> He's got it in the plastic. Maybe mouth is how you doing through the cigar <laughs> at the thing just to test it. It's like, yeah, that's good, Joey. Um, <laughs> and then we see Chandler's silly mustache for the first time. Um, and I, I also want to say that the way that Chandler enters with his silly mustache <laughs> is it shows you how good of a comedic actor actor Chandler because he like walks in ready for someone to say something about mm-hmm. yep. like he walks yep. in really really I, aggressively. It, 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 you know we always we always talk about uh, uh, Schwimmer and how great an actor he is. We always talk about uh, 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 Phoebe, Lisa Kudrow, how great an actor Rachel. she is. Um, Rachel, uh, yes, uh, Jennifer Aniston has at, at this point in the show has proven she's a great actress. 
Matthew Perry, we don't talk about it enough because you're absolutely right. Like yeah. he he really does. He does it in 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 a much more subtle way. Too. Mm-hmm. Like it's exactly the thing where he enters a room and the the physical way he does he hasn't it said is the yet. joke. Right. It's right. Like, that's the joke. And it's really good. You're absolutely right. The way he entered that room was just like, okay, this guy, he's doing something special here. Yeah. Matthew Perry rules. I love Chandler. Uh, man, what a great character. It's because he is uh, ostensibly like the smart one of the group. Right. And so yeah. he, he <laughs> gets all the like wordplay jokes and stuff. Um, you know, sometimes that means that he comes off as an acerbic asshole, but mm-hmm. don't we all? Yes. I think all of us who have based our entire personalities on Chandler do. <laughs> right. Exactly. And that's, I just assume that's everybody. Nobody in this room. <laughs> um, Ross brings Ben to see Rachel in the coffee shop and he won't say Dada, but I have here in my trivia, George, that actually during the shooting, they couldn't get the kid to stop saying Dada. Wow. What do you think of that? Uh, I think that he just loves art. He's he a huge Dadaist. That makes sense. <laughs> Soul bonded yeah. with him. No, I, I, um, yeah. I, I have a thought on that. I have a thought on that. And what I would say is um, get this kid out of here and get me the kids from the uh, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Okay. Never worked I'm tired of this kid. Again. This wow. Ben, not for me. <laughs> not for me. You know, there are a lot of great shows out there that it takes them a while to settle on the child actor that they want to keep playing that child actor for the rest like of the show. I, I, I've never heard of that. Like that I'm sure that that's probably true. It's true. It's really cool. That kid's really great. But the point is, this kid, he's in nothing. He's in nobody. Get out of here with your dadas and your mamas and your bye-byes <laughs> and your wave waves. Get him out of here. I kid, heard they garbage. actually, the reason that this was titled The One World Yeller Dies is because it's actually a double meaning. They oh, no. took him out back. Oh, no. And oh, yeah. Put, put that child actor down. No, not not child Ben. Oh, well, you know, pre-Ben. I would say pre-Ben. Rachel's yeah. holding Ben like he's a ghoulie or, or like okay, a that's goblin. <laughs> <laughs> Very I'm pretty sure that one, that well, was like, um, the first acting job of the um, American Sniper baby. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, no. Okay, I do want to say <laughs> I laughed at well, hold him like you'd hold a football. And this she is, says, I am. <laughs> this is how I hold a football. This is Great how I hold a football. That was, that was a really good joke. Yeah. Um, and, and Ross freaks Rachel out because he's named both their kids and, and has started shopping. Because he's a psychopath. Because he's a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> he is noted as a psychopath stalker. I, I, I think we've covered that ground. Um, but on the flip side, I, I guess naming the kids, weird. But I think the idea that he's like, Add, he's envisioned a future with her. I don't mm-hmm. know. That's no, it's not. But it's just funny to me that it's the hyper specificity of like yeah, right. that's a middle schooler, right. a middle schooler <laughs> yeah, like yes. doodling on a notebook, being like, yes. "It's me and Rachel plus forever." Right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> nope. You put that on the dividers when yeah. you're in social studies. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with you, JP. Like yeah. when I'm dating someone, I remember like thinking about the future with them no mm-hmm. matter what and not really understanding that that would like weird someone out yeah. but like yeah, I, but I, I do think it's important to understand that it weirds someone out. it's also I, funny I, I to me that. coming coming into this and 
jumping right back in with this episode and right. being like, I forget where they are in their relationship at this point. And so right. like for it to happen the way that it happens is really perfect for me. <laughs> and I think this is the perfect part to talk about when Ross lunges at Rachel. <laughs> did we catch that in this episode? No, I didn't catch it, but I'm, there's already some, disturbed. I'm already disturbed. Real, I don't. Ugh. There's some real stage play uh, choreography here where it's, it's the moment where Rachel says like she says something that Ross agrees with and he goes, yeah, that's right. And he like lunges at her and she like recoils. George, let me let me set the table a bit here, because one of the things we've talked about on the on 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 watching the show for uh, for this podcast is and I think the most notable episode is the episode where Marcel gets out and yeah. and 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 everyone Ross isn't there and everyone is afraid of 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 how Ross is going to react in a way where they're like he's going to be so angry and wow. it, it kind of like it rings this bell of like wait is he like this abusive person like like they're legitimately afraid of his anger. And of course they, they make jokes about it later, most notably with the, 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 the moist maker. Sure. Um, Red Ross. Red Ross. Red Ross. The unholy one. It, it's, it's People this, joke yeah, about it's this idea that like, like Ross might in fact be this like physically imposing and somewhat maybe even abusive person and and you don't want to look at the show through that lens but also be, the way that we're watching the show you kind of have to so nate i didn't see the lunge Hold but on. it's very much upsetting me very much upsetting um i believe it was matt graining who said why does ross the largest friend not simply eat the others <laughs> and i um i think that this is really casting Matt in a new light <laughs> that's great that is so fucking great I always love a good, clean Futurama reference. Okay, everybody <laughs> shut up. Everybody shut up. Everybody shut up. Shut up. Everybody shut up. I don't think you need to hear shut it. Shut up. But this is the lunge. All right. Here comes the lunge. Hey, do you want a beer? No. Okay, I'm angry. Have a backpack. Okay. So also looking, is looking awkward. Looking like a they're psycho. They're going to name the girl. Children. Oh, they're going to name the girl Emily. Point that out. They're gonna name the girl Emily, or I'm gonna marry a girl named Emily. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That almost happens. He's just like, uh, anything that Emily has to do with. Oh, here we go. Here it goes. There. Oh, yeah. Ooh, and she recoiled. Okay, so this just goes into that bucket of uh, Ross might be an abuser. Okay, now I know what I'm looking for. Oh. Yeah, I don't like it. Okay, so uh, so I know this is a uh, audio medium, but uh, for those of you who haven't watched the episode, uh, watch it again, uh, and uh, you will see that Ross lunges. She says, lunges "What we have it. is amazing," and he goes, "Yeah, it is," and like lunges. <laughs> he was trying to impregnate her there. I mean, let's be honest. Anyway, get the first of those babies cooking. Wow, Little that's what you Emily. did, right? You cook babies. <laughs> Little Emily, yeah, absolutely, they're delicious. That's what you were. That's what you were baking earlier uh, today, you, right? Jamie? You were. I was. I was finishing up my uh, my my hoagie babies. Wonderful. 
Did so you know, did did you know that Wes Craven directed uh, The Hills Have Eyes? I did know that. Mm-hmm. I didn't. That know guy's that. all over that. the damn place. It's insane. They're talking. I was just in talking about eating bait. Sure. Type of guy that the hills have eyes for. Um, there's a lot <laughs> the of hills only have eyes move. for you. Yeah, <laughs> and it's a baby. So mm-hmm. Richard's hanging out with the boys, Joey and Chandler, and they're, Chan Man. They're doing all sorts of fun stuff. They're they're chopping it up, busting on each other. Oh, driving yeah. each other's cars, they're going Boosball, to sports games, they got that people like crazy. Oh, yeah. And they're playing foosball, <laughs> they're handed dollars over. It's slicked crazy. back hair, white <laughs> those shorts. Are, those are the, the three Kippy big black, things you do in New York. Back hair wigs. <laughs> um uh, crap, I lost my place again. <laughs> they're, they're chopping it up. And uh and and when Monica's feeling a little jealous, you know, Monica later she makes jealous. all those jams, but this is the first time she's a little jelly. Wow. wow. Thank you, George. Wow. Good, for that incredible George, friends George. joke. That was so good. That was so good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. in comedy, baby. Wow. <laughs> um, so Ross and Rachel are having their little fight about babies, and uh Chandler and Joe are playing foosball. Oh, I wrote gooseball with Richard. Um, and then Monica better takes name. over and scores because she's better at foosball than Chandler and Joey. Very funny mm-hmm. joke. Famously. Um, and you know what? I hate it when my boys both secretly see me as a father figure. Don't you guys hate that? <laughs> it's the worst. It happens so often too. And I feel, feel like a fool every single time you're out with your boys and you're just yeah, trying to have a good time. And then one of them accidentally calls you dad. Oh, uh, that's, and it's like, that's crazy that you guys, that's, that's entirely <laughs> what I'm going for all of the time. So it's like really <laughs> rewarding for me when people Sorry, are dad. like, okay, it's okay, son. <laughs> Hey, you're still you're still in my top three of all three kids. You're in my top three. Wow. <laughs> I like also that this is just not really resolved in this episode. They're yeah, just right. like, they yeah, just he's upset about it. <laughs> okay. The end. That's I, I will say that's that's something that marks these first two seasons is like they are willing to cut a storyline off and never resolve. Yeah, I think the ending was literally like Monica being like, I'm going to fuck you so hard that you will feel like one of the guys. Yep. It's like, what the what? fuck is <laughs> happening here, Monica? <laughs> and is the maybe, maybe maybe Gen Xers, that like really resonates with them. Maybe that's all they like. like that was like to them. That sure. was a close. Key parties, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Absolutely. So I Rachel. Gen X was doing key parties. <laughs> Turns out they were. Yeah, okay, that tracks. The, 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 keys, the keys were apartment keys, though, not, not uh, car keys. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so this gets back to I saw reality bites. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Now, Rachel's changing Ben's diaper. Okay. Mm. And I'll say this having children, having changed diapers, and a giant dog. I have a giant dog. Um, I do not think. Like I'm asking my girlfriend to change my baby's diaper. Like even as like a holding the baby type thing, like Mm. that's just like, I assume that my kid's poop is too gross for other people. And like, I would never put that on someone else. Nate, that's it. That is a valid, or at least you wouldn't put it on someone else. You would, you, you might, if they offered to do it, you might, you might (laughs) say like, he's like, I am so eager to change that baby's diaper. That's weird. No, I did. Okay. Weird. I do. I do think. I do I think, think I'd be less likely to let them do it. 
No, I'm good, man. Thanks. <laughs> no, I'll do it. Okay. You leave my house, please. <laughs> but Rachel changes the diaper. I, but again, I want to get back to this. I think you made a good point, though. Like, like there are certain things where, like, like if, if someone was at my house and my dog shit on the floor and they were like, <laughs> right. hey, can like, you I wouldn't turn to me? them and be like, hey, <laughs> go ahead. That's on you, right? You That's that? true. I will say, I feel like it is more of an expected part of hanging out with a baby. Sure. Than the uh, more emergency situation of dog shitting on the floor, in my opinion. I, I, it, that's fair, but I'm, okay. Let me let me let me let me let me posit this. Nate and I get together. We're hanging out, and 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 his baby's there, and he, the baby takes a big old dump. We switch sure. it up. Okay, we swap. Now, if I if if Nate's like, oh god, another shit, and and I'm like, hey buddy, let me take care of this. I got this one. You need a break. Mm. I'd let you do fine. that. That's yeah. super fine. But like. If if I'm hanging out at Nate's house and and I'm like, dude, I flew <laughs> I flew all the way across the country, and then his baby shits and Nate he's just like, looks at you. He just looks at me like, whoa, hey, wait like, for you, man. No, that's not okay, dude. You don't fucking no, oh, no, man. I would and love Nate, that so I love much. You, but like, that's that's gotta that's when you that happens. Do something about this? Don't you fucking like like you know that I'm gonna step in and offer to do it, and I mean it. But don't you fucking dare. Make me do it because I'm not going to do it. And then I'm just going to go like walk out the back of your house and live in the desert for the rest and of the day. Here's, here's what you're forgetting, though, JP, is we've all just established that Rachel lives in fear of Ross. So, oh, it. yes. Oh, oh, no. That's oh, why no. she did it. That's this is clearly it. an attempt to curry favor with him. Oh, she just doesn't want to make him angry. Oh, yes. no. Oh, no. Why else would you change a baby's diaper yeah, right, willingly? Right. There's poop in there. I don't know Absolutely. if you know that. I, so that's the thing that I wasn't sure about. Like, <laughs> I just thought maybe it was just like, you know, it's propriety. Like, you change their diaper every day, like two hours and 17 <laughs> no, like minutes. half the that's time. Like usually, usually poop. Yeah. Usually poop. Okay. And it's, it's gross baby poop. Yeah. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that. Wow. It's like <laughs> either Blow hard out. little pellets or complete liquid. That's a rabbit you're thinking of. <laughs> well, babies do poop little pellets sometimes, too. No, is this true? Yeah. This is the first I'm hearing of this. Especially when you give them solid food for the first time. They have like little rabbit poop. Yeah. Oh, fiber. Mm-hmm. Um, and JP, I will clean up your dog's poop if I'm ever at your house because I'm cleaning up large pieces of poop now and I'm getting really good at it. Okay, but Nate, but Nate, I'm not going to ask you to do it. Wow. That's true, but I'll do it. If you ever need me to do it, I'll do it. Nate, Nate, you're a good guy. And if your baby, if your baby needs a diaper change, I'll do it. But if you fucking ask me or or tell me to do it, I, I will. That you're, right. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, I'll JP, do it. I'll JP do it, just did a big do. lunge at Nate. <laughs> <laughs> Check out, go all watch right, the Nate. episode. Check out the lunge. It's real. Check out the lunge. <laughs> all, right. all right. All right. So bring us home. Bring us home. How do our storylines end? Um, ben says hi to Rachel and Ross she gets so all pissed does. off. And, and angry <laughs> that he didn't say hi to him and then he says bye to ross and that's really nice um but my favorite part is the is the credit scene where phoebe mm. and ben are watching sesame street together how did he they get ben back yeah i don't know the whole I, point I was, was that he home. was leaving <laughs> that just occurred to me maybe phoebe Took him okay, and yeah. like couldn't find okay. him for a little while. You know what? I, I had a very high opinion of this episode, but now that you guys have pointed out this 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 logic, 
I'm a little bit pissed at this episode. <laughs> wow. That's really funny. It truly you know just occurred to me. I, it's like the witch. Yeah. <laughs> she like Friends, him and ran away. Friends is lucky that we don't give pineapple ratings on this because wow. this show just lost so many fucking pineapples. That's wow. True. That's true. Um, yeah, but that was score as well in other so. categories, but um, the pineapples in particular. George, plummeting. We, have our, we have our own thing that we do here. You know, that doesn't it's not involving pineapples, but my question for you. Um, did you spot the pineapple? Yes. Oh, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. No. Come on. No. No. Nate, I believe in you. I believe in you. You got it. George, who was your um, best friend mm-hmm. of the movie Epi- <clears throat> episode? You got it, buddy. You got it. You made it across the best friend line. of the episode. Um, here's my question. Is Richard, in fact, one of the guys. Can I yeah, pick yeah. him? Uh, let, 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 let me give you let me give you this spiel. Um, it doesn't have to be one of the friends. Uh-huh. It doesn't even have to be a person. Uh, uh-huh. On one episode, it was actually a bus. I think we both voted for the bus mm-hmm. the on the episode where they, they left the baby Joey. on the bus. Yep, yeah, big rib, yep. big rib. Mm-hmm. Very special um, episode. Uh, it, it can be. It can be a concept. It can be it, it, whatever okay. you want. But 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 just answer this question honestly. Who was your best friend of the episode? Yeah. Well, then it's going to be Richard. Uh, I think that Tom Selleck is great. I think that he is the impetus of a lot of wonderful jokes in this, including the beloved Chandler mustache. Mm-hmm. Um, I already mentioned that he got the fun zinger in response to it as well. Uh, I just think that uh, Tom Selleck is great. And Richard is great, and um, he got his brains fucked out by Monica later. Apparently, <laughs> he so did after he she scored the, the game-winning foosball yeah. goal. Yeah, she was all doesn't even up. remember who Joey and Chandler are. <laughs> yep. All right, now, now, Nate, Nate, JP, who was your best friend of the episode? Um, yeah, I win. My best friend of the episode was Ben. He did a good job. He did a good job acting and uh, looking off screen at, a, at his handler, his trainer. Yeah. Great. The Great entire time. Him. He was um, almost as good as Marcel. Oh, hello, Kitty. He was yeah. almost as good as Marcel, but Marcel could do like tricks and stuff. Uh, <laughs> JP, who was your best friend of the episode? You know, um, I was between two and I got to give a runner up on this one. I do think that Phoebe was just phenomenal. I think that her storyline really just not allowed to do was, the runner up. It, it was so good. It was no so runner good. up. Um, no runner up. I got to say my best friend of the episode was Chandler. Yeah. Great. It earns Solid it. Solid choice. It absolutely earned it. Solid absolutely. choice. That's it. That's it. No paired with the billowy shirts, of course. Mm. So billowy. Um, George. Yeah. Got to ask you. Got anything you want to plug? Yeah, I would love to plug the best little horror house in Philly. I don't know if I mentioned it earlier. It's a show that I do. <laughs> Good show. Um, we have uh, so many of your comedy favorites, gang, have been on this show. Um, a lot of a lot of people have been very generous with their time, including yeah, more, who are your greatest hits? Yeah, more birthday boys that you could shake a stick at. Um, Betsy Sodaro has been on the show. Um, Joe Wanger, Neil Campbell. Uh, the Conjuring episode that Nate was talking about earlier was Jessica Jean Jardine. Oh. That episode was a lot of fun and it's very recent. So you should probably go check that one out. And then uh, I would also like to plug 
Uh, we heard about Pluto, which is a very uh, fun podcast. That now, uh, uh, this, is, <laughs> this, is, uh, this is my plug time, and I am going to plug We Heard About Pluto. Nice. Very, how dare you? Oh, my God. He's reaching through the screen. Oh, Ninja's monster, George. <laughs> He's he doing a big him. lunge. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Well, I was just excited. <laughs> it's a very fun podcast that I do with my dear friend, JP, and we talk about psych now people have said that we ripped this show off and to them i say you can watch two shows absolutely it's, there's there, there's plenty of time are there's those the same people that are saying that there's already a friend show out uh, podcast <laughs> i think it might have been I, the I same no people is doing this because if it's the same people i'll find those people yeah i think it's them. the same people um, but, them. but yeah and and it's a wonderful time and uh, our pal reeks is also on there so you should uh, check that out if you enjoyed the banter that JP and I were laying down on this app. It's very Related similar thing. to I, this show. I, it, it does have a because, similar vibe. Nate, our, I really want similar vibes. Yeah. <laughs> I do want you, Nate, I do want you to come on. Uh, we'll I get you in it. for a bad and, episode so yes. that you can come on and rip on the show with us. Well, yep. I think, yep. I think the early episodes are, are pretty good. I think those are better than the later episodes. Wow. If I'm being honest. Couldn't, could not disagree with you. More, <laughs> Nate, but I love you. Um, you would no, know Nate, better you, than me. You would know better than me. Nate, you got to come on, and uh, uh, we're happy to. Yeah, um, and thanks for having me on on Brad Dourif Day. By the way, I'm a huge, uh, huge celebrator of the holiday. It's it's a wonderful day for everyone, and I hope that everyone out there is celebrating Brad Dourif Day with their family. Um, take in a good movie. If you haven't seen Deadwood, oh boy, what do you? That's doing the one that I do. Yeah, Deadwood's so amazing. good. Yep. Uh, or or Lord of the Rings. Oh, God, he's such. I've uh, never heard of it. No, I don't. Know uh, that it's one. a. It's a it's a movie about little people with hairy feet. Mm, sounds bad. I mean, it is, but Brad Dorf's really good. Kind of into that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nate, uh, as we part ways once again, I just want to tell you, you're my best friend. I love doing this show with you. And uh, best friend, I love you. Tonight. Yeah, great George, time. Thank you. Gotta find the camera. So much for coming on tonight. And uh, you, we'll have you back. I, I hope you had a good time. And uh, Wonderful. And uh, with I that, can't wait to I, come kick Nate's butt in trivia. You motherfucker. Uh, it's going to be glorious. It's going to be glorious. Uh, with that, thank you everyone for listening. And uh, be sure to check us out. Uh, subscribe, like, rate us. Spotify. Us We're on Spotify. We're all over the place, baby. Mm, and that's M- it. MP3. Get on your fucking knees.